Welcome back to Primetime KC. From here on out, every week until the end of football, there will be an episode. The summer, the offseason is over. On today's episode, we are going to go over our division predictions around the NFL as well as our record predictions for every team. We're going to go with the Vegas over-under lines, say what we think about those, uh, predict the Super Bowl this year. We always do that. Next week will be the beginning of our game previews and our locks of the week and our underdogs of the week and all that stuff. Uh, if you were a listener, you knew what we're talking about. If not, you'll figure out. Uh, and then we'll get into some college football as that's also kicking off this week. Joined by Josh and John. Guys, how we doing? That could be better. We're doing, yeah. Yeah, we're okay. <laughs> right. Silly week is over for us, so uh, it's on to actual school. Uh, Dude, yeah, that makes no sense. You, Jackson, do you have silly week? Because in, in, at Northwest, we just go straight into class. It's kind of half and half. It's like there's some classes that are just bullshit silly week, and then there's some that John, did, take themselves did you, so like, seriously. John, did you like fully like have a full week of not doing shit? No, I I really never had that to be honest. Okay. Been, it's kind of a product of me doing a, a STEM major because it's like here we go, guys. But um, that doesn't mean that I didn't fuck around the entire week. Like they might have been giving out content and assignments, but they weren't getting done. Let me tell you that. Much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get it kicked off. We'll start uh, in the AFC, and we'll start with the AFC North with the Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, and Browns. We'll go one by one. Who do you guys have finishing fourth in the AFC North this year? I think this is the hardest con- or the hardest division to do this for. Because um, I think all four of these teams have the potential to be really good. I think all of them could have a great season, to be honest. Um, and I also think there's potential for a couple of stinkers around here. I am going to have to go with the Cleveland Browns, unfortunately. Um, I just they, – they were a damn good team with Jacoby Brissett, to be honest. Not a great team, but they were a good team. Um, Deshaun Watson was like a bottom, bottom 10 quarterback last year. Um, and I don't really expect that to continue, but I do think that that division's a little bit tricky. Um, and it's the Cleveland Browns. So they have a potential to throw a few games away. I'm going to put them in fourth. I think this is also one of the toughest divisions in the league. I think this is going to be a very compact, very tight race for first. But with that being said, I I truly think the Browns actually have a really good team built around them, and I don't think they're getting enough attention. I think Deshaun, we all knew, wasn't going to play good last year. He just – he didn't have time to really get to know this team. He had a full offseason, getting the training camp that he needs. He's reporting with the team. I think – the Browns finish higher than fourth. So with that being said, I'm going to go Steelers. And that's not me dogging on the Steelers, but I think Mike Tomlin has to fight like for the fourth year in a row of going, of having a 500 or better uh, record. Oh, no, Josh. Are you going to drink some Mike Tomlin not going 500 Kool-Aid? I am going to go Cleveland in fourth place. I A lot of people are just kind of assuming that Deshaun Watson will return to form, and I don't think you can just make that assumption. He's been out of football for a long time. Like, Look what being out of football did to a guy like Trey Lance, where when you're not playing and when you're not on the field and you don't get those reps, 
obviously rust is inevitable, but I mean, it might not ever come back for Deshaun. Like he's been out for a while. This will be the first full season he's had in a very long time. I think Cleveland's a good roster, but this, like every, like you two said, this is a stacked division. I think Cleveland's just a little worse than Pittsburgh. Uh, and I would not be surprised in the slightest to see Deshaun Watson be the worst quarterback in this division this year. Worse than Kenny Pickett. Yes. Fair. All right. Interesting. Um, so, well, yeah, we'll get through the whole division, then do each team's over-under. So third place, John, you had Cleveland in fourth. Yeah. Uh, third place, I am going to go a little unorthodox here, and I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, now, the Ravens are a team a lot of people are high on right now. I think that's understandable. Um, part of me thinks that they're kind of taking the wrong approach here, though. Uh, I think it's kind of been forced upon them that they need to run this, uh, I think the word people use is quote-unquote pro-style offense because they've been a very heavy set-up-the-quarterback run team. And I, I think that won't play as well to Lamar as they think. I, I, I don't think Lamar Jackson is a particularly good passer. I'll get flack from a lot of people for saying that. Um, but I just think there's this like innate need, even by the Ravens, to just force this idea that Lamar Jackson is like a modern, traditional quarterback or that he can be. And I think they're forcing that a little hard. I think they're going to have a couple of problems along with that. I think they still slip into the playoffs if, if Lamar stays healthy. But like I said, in addition to all of this, the concern is that they're just going to lose Lamar again. It's happened at the end of the year, the past two seasons. There's no guarantee he'll stay alive again. Um, so I'm going to have them in third. I don't. When I'm looking, no. yeah, go ahead, Josh. Oh, I was going to say, I think this is actually pretty easy. I think. I kind of think the Ravens actually have a chance to do, compete with the Bengals. But with that being said, that leaves me with the Steelers at third. Or not the Steelers, sorry, the Browns at third. It'd be very interesting to see how this Browns team does compete when you look at it. I know we've already kind of went over this, them as the team, but I still think they might be better than what it sounds like you two are predicting them to be. Yeah, so we all three have a different team in third place here because I have Pittsburgh finishing in third. Um, but I don't hate John's line of thought. I do think Pittsburgh could compete for second in this division. I think Pittsburgh more like I know Josh. You kind of made a comment a little earlier. Like you think he could be worse than Kenny Pickett? I really do because I think Kenny Pickett is in a situation to succeed this season. When you look at George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris. Uh, some of the pieces they have on offense. And then, of course, it's Pittsburgh. They're going to have a solid defense, as always. I mean, I can't see Pittsburgh being worse than last year. Like, it was Kenny Pickett's rookie season, and he didn't even get to play the full season. Trubisky played some of it. So I can't see Pittsburgh being worse than they were last year. So I like them uh, to stay in third, maybe win another game or two. I So the team I have in second is Pittsburgh. And I'll build off what you said about Pittsburgh that is kind of the um, – antithesis to my argument which is that um pittsburgh turned the ball over i want to say it's like four times in their last eight games last year um which is really good i don't really expect that trend to continue but on the other hand man i i think you said it there kenny pickett settles in a little bit more he's got the pieces in place to succeed and we saw a couple of steps from him towards the back half of last season but i think with mike tomlin who 
is a consistently good coach. Like we said, we talked about the 500 thing. I, I'll buy into that yet again. Uh, I'll take the Steelers in second um, as kind of a surprisingly dangerous team. I think they'll kind of look like the COVID season with Roethlisberger where they were uh, top of the AFC for a little bit with that easier schedule that they have this season as well. Um, I think that they will turn a few heads this year. I'm, I'm high on Pittsburgh. Very interesting when you think about it. But when you look at number two, for me, I have the Ravens and Bengals left. I think I'm high on the Ravens and I'm low on the Bengals. Like, I don't know. Okay. Something to me just speaks the Bengals aren't going to perform as good as they're expected to. Do we know if Burrow is going to be there week one? I don't think he will be. But I don't know. I'm going to go, but... I'm going to go out on the yeah. limb. Second, Bengals. I think when you look at this team, the Bengals are obviously one of the best teams in the league. But if they don't have Joe Burrow the first few weeks, I want to say it's either them or the Ravens that have a really hard start of the season. Yeah, they have two division games back to back to open the season. You can't lose two division games. You have to win. You have to go one and one. And if you don't have Joe Burrow, it's going to be hard to do to uh, win both games. So. I think that's going to hurt them a lot come the end of the year. So I'm going to go Bengals second. I'll, I'll get into Cincinnati next because they're going to be my first place team. But I have Baltimore at second. Um, I don't hate your line of thinking that Baltimore could compete for first in the division this year. I just don't think. Like, like you mentioned, Burrow might miss the first few games of the season. When's the last time Lamar Jackson's been able to make it through 17 games in a season? It just this feels, is true. You know, like I'm more worried about him throughout the season than I am Joe Burrow. And Baltimore, I don't think he gets talked about enough with Cincinnati. And I guess I'll just transition into Cincinnati as my number one team here. Uh, Cincinnati is set up for if Burrow misses time to survive. They have an offense with Higgins, Boyd, Chase, Mixon, uh, a much improved offensive line. And that's not even mentioning they probably have a top five defense in the NFL. So yeah, you factor in all that. Like, even if it has to be a backup for three weeks, I don't think that they're in too much trouble. And on top of everything that I just said, you talk about, well, their first two games, they started 0-2 last year. And this is true. they were just fine. Not, they weren't division games. One was, but they both weren't. But my point being, I mean, I just think Cincinnati in the long run, Burrow's obviously what will be the deciding factor in if they get a Super Bowl, like if they get out of the conference, that's for sure. But can they stay afloat a few games without him? Jamar Chase himself said it. He said, sit out till week five if you have to. We'll be fine. I'm not saying it's ideal, but I'm not really worried about Cincinnati. I think they have the stuff in place to where if Burrow does have to miss some time, they can stay afloat. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And that's that's why I have them at the number one spot. Um, I think that you pretty much made all the points I would have made is that that offense is really stacked up. And we've seen backup quarterbacks be able to thrive when there's weaponry around. Just, I mean, look at Matt Moore when he came in for the Chiefs. Didn't look too bad. Um, I think that type of situation is going on here. Um, it is important to note the Bengals start the year with the Browns and the Ravens. Um, yeah. You know, if, if they don't have Burrow, it's not ideal for them to lose both of their first two games to divisional opponents. Um, but I will tend to think that they'll manage to pull it through. I think there's fewer 
exploitable flaws in the long run with this Bengals team. And they're really set up to have a pretty good year, I think. They they improved in areas they wanted to as well. Um, I think this is one of those best chances for Joe Burrow seasons. Um, and I, I think the Bengals will pull through and get the division yet again. Okay, so we'll go over every team's over-under that we just went through, starting with the lowest over-under, Pittsburgh 8.5. I'll go over. This is, like, perfect for them. It's well, like it's exactly the Vickies know Tom- what they're doing. It's either Mike Tomlin gets his first losing record. <laughs> like, yeah, and for that reason, I'm going it over. Mike Tomlin's never going to have a losing record. Now that I just said that, he's going to suck I'll this year. I'll go over as well. Next uh, is Cleveland, who have the – over nine and a half, over under nine and a half is their line. I like them at nine. So I will go under I two. I think I think the Browns and Steelers both get nine. I'm going to go Browns under. I have pit. I I think Cleveland to me and that, look if Deshaun Watson comes out and he's Texans Deshaun Watson. This obviously all changes. To me, I think they're like seven and ten. I got Cleveland going well under this number. Uh, third or second best odds to win the division. Baltimore's over under is ten and a half. Yeah, I I like them at ten. So I'm gonna. I like them at again. ten as well. Yeah, that's I, funny because that's exactly what I was gonna say. I like. No, no, I'll five. go over. I'll go over. I like them at eleven. I like them at eleven and six. Okay, I got them going under. Then the Bengals over under is eleven and a half. Is it crazy if I say I like them at eleven? <laughs> go under. Um, I'll go under. Why not? I'm going under. I think when they don't have Burrow the first, if they don't have Burrow the first two weeks, that gives them two of the five losses that Vegas is saying they can have if they want to go over. And I see Joe Burrow. Oh, never mind. I got them going over. I don't. I don't see them losing six times. I've got them going over. I got them going over. They, their schedule is not the easiest. They have to go to Kansas City. To Jacksonville, to San Francisco, to Tennessee. They've got to play uh, and Buffalo. They have all those division games. Ooh, yeah, all right. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go but under. But I still think they go over. With all that being said, I like I like the team. Yeah, I think I think. Yeah, I think I, they'll be fine. I want to switch. I want to switch to over, but I'm sticking under. I'm sticking under. Okay, on down to the AFC South we go. Oof, the it went from a really good division to a really bad one. Um. Let's start with fourth place in the AFC South. John, who, or I'll start with Josh this time. Josh, who is going to be fourth place in the AFC South this year? See, it's actually a really interesting division when you look at it. Because, I mean, the Texans and Colts both have... Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it is. I mean, I, I agree. I think that's a perfect a way to put is. it. But Texans and Colts both have a new starting quarterback this year. At least I think the Colts do. I wouldn't, yeah, if they yeah. don't. Yeah. But... uh. Fourth place, I'm going to go with the Colts. I think the Texans actually have a good offense when you look at it. And if like they can somehow – Will Anderson Jr. is going to be insane. Stingley Jr., good. Like I think the Texans are good. So I'm going to go Colts fourth. I just don't think the Colts have anything to look forward to this year. I will go Colts fourth as well, but with the idea that it's going to be very close between them and the Texans. I'm extremely low on both of these teams. Um, I like Anthony Richardson and I like CJ Shroud. I just think the situations they're both inheriting uh, kind of have the writing on the wall for 
a not great record-wise season, um, I think Anthony Richardson's definitely going to take some time to settle in. I think there's a big jump needed for him. Like I think all of the gambling on Anthony Richardson being extremely good is him improving quite a bit in certain areas, and I think that's going to be something that occurs throughout the season if it does. Um, so I'll take the Colts at fourth, and yeah, I don't think they've got much going for him. Yeah, I'd go Colts four as well. I, I don't see a huge difference between them and Houston. The only thing I would say is I believe Stroud is probably more pro-ready than Richardson. Um, now, by week 15, I could see a world where Anthony, Anthony Richardson is better than C.J. Stroud. Week 1, yep. uh, don't, think either, don't think either are going to be great off the bat, but Stroud, to me, is more of a polished uh, NFL-ready quarterback than Anthony Richardson, who really has just relied on his athleticism primarily through his career up to this point. Uh, has a lot to fundamentally work on. So I got Colts at four. Um, and then I think, I mean, maybe not. Maybe someone will disagree. John, who do you have at three? All right, at three, I have the Houston Texans. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'm assuming we all have the Houston Texans at three. There's not a ton going on here. Um it just it's still the Texans. I like the Miko Ryans. I, I like CJ Stroud. Um, but I'm just not really convinced that they're ready to go for it this year. Um, still a lot of holes that need to be plugged. And in general, I just like to bet against the traditionally dysfunctional organizations. So yeah, I'll put the Texans at eight. Yeah, and I kinda like out. Yeah, I have them at three. Um, I kind of like what they did this offseason. I thought the D'Amico Ryan hire was good. I mean, granted, I'm a guy who does not like hiring defensive head coaches, but it is what it is. Some of them work. Uh, it's just not as big as a hit rate as offense at this point. Um, Stroud, I mean, I'm glad they didn't overthink that. They needed a quarterback. You might as well get him. And if there's a universe where C.J. Stroud isn't good this year, then you're just eternally screwed because you traded your first-round pick next year. But... I mean, you got Will Anderson, CJ Stride, bring them in. I like the addition of Dalton Schultz. It helps to have a reliable tight end as a young quarterback. And a guy like Robert Woods, who goes there from Tennessee, a reliable veteran receiver who you know can help you and work with you, who's been around the league for a while. So I think I think they're an improved team. Obviously, they were the second worst team in the league last year. There's not much you know to do other than go up. Uh, but I don't think it's substantial, but I, I think they get third. Yep, agree. Are we on third? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go Texans third. Like Kind of like I said, or John said, it's a battle of the mid-off. I think when you look at these two teams, kind of already talked about the Texans. Oh, I think they have so much potential. I think if they make some good moves in the next two years, good draft picks, they're going to be good because they have my Trent Williams comeback player of the year nominee, excluding DeMar Hamlin, John Mechie. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a great addition. Uh, Jackson, you said they have Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. My th- And they also have my rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year in CJ Stroud. I was talking about this. I think when you look at a guy like Stroud, he has one of the highest feelings, but also one of the lowest floors. I don't see CJ Stroud just being an average quarterback. I see him either succeeding or failing in this league. And if he succeeds, yeah, then the Texans are a team you probably don't want to mess with in two years or something, or something like that. But, yeah, I think Texans at third is probably the obvious pick. Yep. Uh, you know, I think 
I just wanted to say, I think that Danico Ryans and Shane Steichen win the Matt Quattrero Award for shit out of luck this year. Because I don't think there's a single thing those two men could do to actually get over the hump this oh, they're season. Not, they, I hope the uh, front, front office knows that they're not going to get oh, over the I'm hump sure. this season. I'm sure they do. I'm sure Shane Steichen and, and D'Amico Ryans are smart enough to know not to take a job with the assurance that they, without the assurance that they can continue on if they don't have a stellar first season taking over two of the biggest messes in football from last year. Shane was the offensive defensive? Oh, of the offensive. Eagles. Yeah. Yep. I knew he was with the Eagles. I just forgot which, which side. Jonathan of the goal. Gannon was their yep. defensive coordinator. He's with the Cardinals. God, I can't All wait right. to start talking about the <laughs> NFC West. That'll be, yeah, that'll be the last division we hit on. Uh, let's do second in the division. I think we'll all agree on it, too. Yeah. I think two and one we all agree on. Titans, Jags. Titans, Jags. So we had this all exactly the same. So let's go over-unders. We all had Colts in last. They're over-under six and a half. I'm going under. I'm going under. I think that's actually one of my favorite bets. Yeah, I like under for that as well. I really think they're a four or five one team. Yep. Agreed. Because I just can't see this team getting seven wins. I just can't. You said six and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't see them getting seven wins. Well, here's the wins you can get you can get the over under six and a half for them at minus one eighteen. When it comes to the Texans, they also are over under six and a half, but it's plus one sixteen. So I think that they're kind of telling you that they think the Colts are the worst team in this division by doing that. Yeah, uh, but I also think Texans go under six and a half. I agree. Yeah, I like under for both of those. I think the bottom of this division is comfortably. Like six wins max. I mean, if even seven wins is not a not that's a what I'm saying. If, if the Texans no. or Colts win seven win seven games, like I think there's a, a case you can say coach of the year. Yeah, like they would be overachieving to the max. Um, yeah, and you had a rookie of the year candidate for whoever quarterback is on that team. I love CJ Stroud. I love the next two overs. Titans over under seven and a half. I feel good about going over on that. So, they have too much separation between the Titans and the Texans slash Colts. That's pretty interesting. They have a so game. What? Yeah. Uh, Tannehill is going to be get the start of this year. Yeah. Do we know who the backup is? Probably going to be. Uh, is this a Dobbs guy? Mom? No, no, it'll probably be Levis. Um, oh, I forgot about Levis. I don't know yeah. if Malik Willis is going to make the roster. We'll see about that. But yeah, they have those three. But yeah, I like over seven and a half. Mike Vrabel. Solid coach, and they're in a shitty division. That's why I like it mostly. They should be able to at least sweep one of Indy or Houston. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I'm gonna go uh, over as well. Now this next I, one, I like this next one might be my favorite over that we do the whole show. Jaguars over under nine and a half. I oh. have this team at like maybe I'm just crazy, but I think they're like a 12-13 win type team. They're not winning 13 games. They play in the worst division in football. And, and I'll, say this, I'll say this with Jacksonville. Every tough game that team has this year is at home. Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, all in Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, I think that still is going to be tricky for them. I think they're also not a... Jags have to play the Bills. Jags have to play the Chiefs. Jags have to play the 49ers. Jags have to play the Bengals. Jags have to play the Ravens. 
Yeah, but these are all in so, Jacksonville. Like, you would feel like they like it's a big deal. If you're going on the road to all those teams, yeah. Jacksonville's traveling to Buffalo. They're traveling to New Orleans. They're traveling to Pittsburgh. I'm not, okay, so they don't get Buffalo. They're but they traveling get, to Cleveland. They do get Cincinnati, San Francisco, and Kansas City at home. And us, right? yeah. That's a but they're going to lose probably one of those. They're, they're going to win one of those three okay, games. Okay, and how many games do you have them losing to the Titans, Jaguars, or Colts? Because I easily two, can see them going 6-0 and oh in that. Two at max. They could go. Six I see. And I see them going one and one with the Titans, and after that, it's like one. They're gonna have a fuck up. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I'm very high on Jacksonville this year. So I'll okay, go but I mean, I'll, I'll go. I'll go over. I think they get ten. Ten or eleven. Line half. Yeah. Yeah, I would have put the line at ten and a half. I'll go yep, over. I, I agree. I'm pretty confident. I I would put money on that to be honest. If I was patient enough. Okay, um, let's go to the AFC East. This is a very interesting division. Who I'll start this one. Uh, in fourth place, I've got New England because they have the worst quarterback in the division, the most flavorless offense in the division, and it's not 2006 anymore. Def- an elite defense cannot carry you against all of these elite quarterbacks. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I'm going to go fourth. Being the Patriots as well, I agree with what Jackson said. But I will say this. I mean, they got weapons. They just don't have a QB. I think that's kind of where the, the Patriots messed up this year is just believing in Mac Jones. I don't think Mac Jones is going to be the answer. I think he's going to struggle this year, and then I think they're going to have to reconsider their options. And I think that it's fair. Just give him one more chance, I guess. But when you look at it, I would say Mac Jones isn't the answer. So, Patriots fourth. All right. I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to go, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm doing this because I really don't think the Patriots are good. I'm going to go Dolphins fourth. I was thinking um, about, I was thinking about it. I really I, thought I, you were about to go Jets fourth. And we were going to get into a sparring match uh, if that no, happens. No, 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 no. Um, even though, what, you still got, like, a hard-on for Rodgers or something? Um, anyway, I saw a couple of clips of the Dolphins' offensive line. Woo! It looked pretty bad. Um, <laughs> I I don't know if it was just they weren't trying or what, but it was in a it was in training camp and it was multiple occasions where like three guys could have sacked Tua if it was a real game. Um, and I think you've got one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL for dealing with that situation. Um, everything else is beautiful for them. I mean, Mike McDaniel is a great play caller, uh, and they've got weapons galore. And not and, that defense. And known vape god. Yeah. Yes. Known, known vape god. Known jeweler. Um, but I don't know, man. I think that that's a really difficult thing to get over. And you also have the Tua being a little bit fat situation going on here. Um, I think they might be set up for a little bit of a meltdown. This might be a terrible take because I think the Patriots are going to blow a little bit, even though they have some things going. I don't know. This is a hard division to forecast. Lots of uncertainties, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the grid here and go with the Dolphins in fourth. Okay, third place. I'm going to put Miami in third place, and I really don't have to elaborate a lot. It's kind of what John said. Their offensive line stinks. They have question marks on defense, and also I think the biggest question mark on that team is two is not just ability but health. Yep, I would agree. Okay, and then John, your third place team is New England. I'm assuming. 
Yeah, my third place team is New England. Uh, I've got a buddy that's a Pats fan, and he constantly tells me that they're going to have the best defense in the NFL this year. Um, Which is possible. And, uh, it is very much possible. I mean, you look at it, and it's kind of like, okay, they've got some guys going around. Um, look, the concern has to be on offense. you got Mac Jones working with Juju Smith-Schuster as his wide receiver one. Um, so we'll see how that plays out for them. But I think that they're going to be – I think they're going to compete for the playoffs this year. I think they'll be a fringe, um, sneaky, sneaky team in the AFC. This is uh, breaking news out of the MLB. The, uh, Angels, the Angels have yeah. cut Lucas Giolito, Matt Moore, Ronaldo Lopez, Hunter Renfro, and Randall Gritchick effective immediately. They're all on waivers. What a shit show of an organization, bro. They bought not wow. even... And the Royals have the number two ro- uh, waiver priority if they want to go get Giolito. Just saying. Um, now back to football. That would be something. What? Didn't they just trade Yeah, they literally just traded prospects for Lopez and Giolito, and they just cut them right now. So, right. Well, I've got some things to say about baseball later. So let's Yeah, we'll get into baseball later. just thought I would mention it. Um, okay. Second in the AFC East. This is where we're going to start getting into fights. I've got Buffalo. Wait, 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 wait. I never Buffalo? said third. No. I never said third. Yes, you did. What did I say? I could have sworn you did. If you didn't, I'm sorry. No, Patriots my fourth. Uh, say third. Because this is where I get uh, nah. oh, shit. Oh, I'm gonna go Jets. I'm gonna go Jets. Oh baby. I'm sorry. Okay. But I mean <laughs> I, did you see Aaron Rodgers in the last week? That O line is dog shit. He's not gonna have time to run around. He he doesn't have that in himself anymore. The guy's old. Now, I will say this. If their own line actually improves, then they go up to first. But their own line is keeping them back. Because we saw what Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson can do, which is fucking insane. Like, I will admit yeah. that. But their own line is just... This is like when Mahomes had our defense in his first year starting. But instead, it's Aaron Rodgers' offense. Like, their team is so good. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers is at that level that he can just... It doesn't matter how bad his O-line is. I think he needs to rely on them a lot more than people are kind of guessing right now. We'll get into them later. Because second, I've got the Bills. And before everyone loses their fucking mind, I still have the Bills going to the playoffs. But you talk about shit O-line. And boy, do the Buffalo Bills have a questionable offensive line. And also, I think their peak year to win it was last year. I think that they, at this point, now Josh Allen's under a big contract. Von Miller's under a big contract still. And by the way, he won't be active for the first four weeks of the season. You have a disgruntled Stephon Diggs. You have yet to get an established wide receiver, too, behind him. Right now, it's just Gabe Davis. I liked the pick of Kincaid. But again, I think the biggest problem in Buffalo, that has been the problem, why they can't get past Kansas City, why they've struggled, is why they went and got Von Miller. Also, their pass rush is terrible. Their pass rush is just a joke. And they've spent so many high picks on guys like A.J. Epinesa. Um, who's the other shit? I, uh, there's another guy I can't think of off the top of my head. But that that proves how irrelevant he is. Like, they have tried to get a consistent pass rush, and they just cannot do it. And I think this year, look, look that division last year had Zach Wilson half a year of Tua and half a year of Mac Jones. It's a completely different situation. I think that defense is in for some problems this year. All right. Um, I'm going to change my pick. I'm sorry. Uh, Dolphins third. Sorry. All right. Okay. Um, I did. So I just I'm, know this would come back on me when the Jets are in first place, and I'm going to be the laughing stock of the podcast. 
Okay, well, I'll dabble in the Jets and Bills for a second here since I have the Jets second, the Bills first. Um, I, Jets preseason. I don't want to lose my mind over preseason, but ooh, that pass Aaron Rodgers threw for a touchdown. He is locked in. I'm not going to lie to you, man. It's a scary sight to see. Um, I don't want to, like, ride Aaron Rodgers. I'm praying on his downfall. Don't get me wrong. Um, I thought you but said you were going like to like him was... now that he's not on Green Bay. No, I said I'm going to oh, like Oh, you're going to like Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, I still hate Rodgers. <laughs> um, so, I I will give them a second. I'll put them into the playoffs. Um, I think they're going to have some fun games against Buffalo and Kansas City this year. Um, and yeah, I, I, I like them. As far as the Bills go, I'm not ready to bet against them winning the division. I think they've kind of got the throne at the moment. Um, Von Miller is out, but I'm not too concerned about their defense screwing them. Um, and I, I think, I think Josh Allen will find a way to piece things together to stay on top. But I do think that the Jets are a bigger threat than people give them credit for. I agree, Jackson. I think your take is... Well measured. I just am not ready to go there yet. So here's why I have the Jets winning this division. For one, they won seven games last year with Zach Wilson. Like that, uh, undoubtedly, they're going to win more. Like that, adding Aaron Rodgers and getting rid of Zach Wilson is probably a five-win difference. I could legitimately see them getting 12 wins this year. Uh, Defensively, it's the best defense Aaron Rodgers has had in his entire career. Green Bay never gave him a defense with a fraction of the talent that he has this year. Uh, the offensive line is definitely something to monitor. It can definitely be an issue. It's my only reservation with this team right now because I think weapons-wise, defensively, uh, he loves Hackett. He should be fine scheme-wise. I just think the Jets are in a position to win the division this year. Uh, and he's actually gone to training camp. I mean, that would have been nice if he did that the last three years. The fucking prick. But he actually wants to show up this year. And he probably will be really good, like you said, John, because he is m- really focused He's always had that chip on his shoulder where he wants to prove people wrong. Uh, and that's when he's at his best. He did it right after they drafted Jordan Love. Uh, and he, I feel like he's about to do it again after Green Bay traded him. I think the Jets are the best team in this division right now. And I also think the one difference between the Jets and the Bills is you said you're not ready to get rid of the Bills at the top. My big deal My big deal is Josh Allen will make throws that lose you games. Aaron Rodgers will not do that. And that's why I'm comfortable putting the Jets at first. Yeah, I mean, more specifically, Josh Allen will drop QB sneak snaps that will lose <laughs> you. Yeah, like Rodgers will never beat himself. He might not win the game, but he's not going to throw stupid ass interceptions. I mean, traditionally, he will. But with this all being said, I'm I still think it's a pretty easy pick. I'm going to go Jets two, Bills one. All right. All right, I think that's the AFC East. Let's hear those over-unders. Okay, uh, the worst over-under in the division starts with New England at 7.5. I'm going to go over. John? Jackson? Oh, I was going to go under. Sorry, I said over. I don't know if I got through or not. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't over. hear it. Um, next, we have a tie... Uh, Dolphins are over nine, over under nine and a half. You cut uh, out, so I'm assuming the Jets or the other team you were it's talking about. It's the Dolphins. Uh, I have them. They're over under is nine and a half. And the Jets is over under nine. They're both nine and a half. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We had to cut out. Um, 
I'll go under on the Dolphins, over on the Jets. I'll go. I'll go under on the Dolphins, over on the mm, Jets. I agree with both of those. And then Buffalo is over under ten and a half. Over. That's easy. I like them at eleven and six. That's what I have Buffalo going this year. I like him 11, 6, 12, and 5. I will go over. Yeah, I agree. I think that's, I don't think that's a sweaty bet, but I definitely don't think that's, I don't, I don't think that's a sweaty bet, but I think it's going to come down to the last couple of weeks. Sure. All right. Last division in the AFC, our division, the AFC West. Sure, this will be a lot of fun to talk about. Um, I am interested to hear who you guys have four through, two, four through two. Obviously, we're all going to have the same number one. But I am interested to hear what you guys have four through two. So let's start at number four, and let's start with John. Who's going to finish in the bottom of the AFC West this year? Uh, you know, I think fourth is the one I'm the most decided on, and I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, yeah, they've got some things going for them, as I've said a million times. I, I am, in general, a little more um, high on Jimmy Garoppolo than other people, simply because he's won games – I don't know how much is his responsibility because Brock Purdy came in and did the same thing. Um, but I just don't think they quite have the firepower. And also, I am a major, major, major Josh McDaniels hater. Um, I just don't see it. Um, they didn't really do much eye-catching improvement. Um, they lost Darren Waller, which I think will hurt them more than some people consider. Um and I think that they will hover around the eight or nine win mark as they so often do. Yeah, I'm also going to go same thing. I'm going to go Raiders four. I don't think it's as close as some people think. Maybe. I don't know if people do think it's close. But when looking at it, they they are. I just don't think they have anything in that team that really shows promising stuff other than Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Raiders as well. So if we're all going to do the Raiders here, we might as well do the over-under for them. They're over huh? on... I said I'm going to go Raiders as well here at number four in the division. Uh, yeah. And if we're all having the Raiders at four, we might as well do their over-under now. Uh, their over-under is six and a half. Well, I'll go over, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. If I'm going to go over wrong but i'm gonna go under i think they get six wins uh, i got them at like four or five yeah i'll go under as well Jesus. I, I, have, I have just checked their schedule i'm gonna go under never mind this is not particularly easy <laughs> yeah yeah um, under i mean they were bad last year with Derek carr and I, I don't believe they upgraded i believe they downgraded at quarterback so it will be, and I'm I'm 100% with you, John. I'm 100% with you. Josh McDaniels is a terrible head coach. He is an absolute fraud. Yeah, I just I just don't understand hiring him as a head coach in the first place. It's just such an uninspiring. He's the only head yeah. coach that will that has and probably will ever lose to Jeff Saturday. Yep. <laughs> only one. Yep. That tells you enough about him. Kevin All right. Very third very place. I feel like one. this could start to get interesting. Third place, John. Who you got finishing third in the division? It sounds wrong, but I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, schedule isn't particularly easy as I'm checking it out at the moment. Um, and I don't know, man. I think it's just kind of tricky for them. I I think there's going to be some teams in the AFC that miss the playoffs that are going to be 
pretty bummed out. Um, and I think the Chargers are actually a candidate for one of those spots. Um, I Obviously, a lot of this hinges on the Broncos improving, which I'll get into in a minute. But I just think um, I like Quentin Johnson. Um, they didn't rid them. They didn't wash their hands of Keenan Allen, who is an injury machine. Um, and I don't know. It just it's it, the it, the clock is ticking on them. They get the new offensive coordinator. We'll see how Kellen Moore does for them. Um, but they just continue to kind of exhibit um, choker charger tendencies. Um, and I think that might burn them more in the regular season than it has in the past this year. I think the top three teams in this division are all pretty good football teams, though. Uh, number three for me is going to be the Denver Broncos. I just may look the Broncos. Yeah, they have Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, and that's going to be a good combo. But at the same time, they got to go through the Chiefs and Chargers four times combined. I just don't see that happening. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give the Broncos third place. I agree. I got Denver at three, but I don't think it's crazy to put the Chargers here at three. Um, yeah, I don't really have a ton to say. Denver should be improved. Sean Payton's a competent head coach. Um, I have them being one of those teams that you're talking about, John, that might be bummed out to miss the playoffs, but it's because the AFC is just so good. Yep, the AFC's a minefield. This All year, right, man. John, so your second-place team in, is then... The Kansas City Chiefs. No, I'm kidding. It's the Denver. <laughs> um, yeah. So my whole case on this is a three-pronged approach. Um, number one is Nathaniel Hackett is no longer their head coach. Um, I've heard a lot of – now, revisionist history could be at play here, but I've heard plenty of stories that he had, like, probably one of the worst camps a lot of the reporters had ever witnessed. Um, the offense was an absolute shit show. Uh, and if they could have just put a pony – which I guess is my next point, which is they could have just put a couple of points on the board. They yeah. could have been a 12 or 13 win team last year. Um, they didn't really weaken that much in those areas. And they added one of one of the probably best offensive minds in the modern NFL in Sean Payton. Um, obviously, you have to wonder what, what the years away from the game have done, the two-year hiatus. Um, but I think that the switch from Hackett to Sean Payton – will ultimately be enough for them. Um, I think that they'll be an, actually a pretty dangerous team this year. I, as much as it pains me to say it, I think they have their best chance to snap the streak, the losing streak against the Chiefs as they ever had, especially if they get to play us once when we don't have Chris Jones. I don't remember which week they play us. Um, they play it us would within be, the first if, eight weeks. If Chris Jones is serious about not playing the first eight games, he would play in neither Bronco they, game. Neither of the Broncos teams. Yeah. yeah. I think the Broncos have a chance to knock us off. I think they'll be that good. Um, and I also really don't like him that much. I think he's an annoying character. Um, and he had a terrible season last year. But 2021, Russell Wilson was not a terrible quarterback. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't have to be a great quarterback. He just has to be a serviceable one. Um, and I think under the tutelage of Sean Payton, he's capable of getting there. Um, and, yeah, I think that the Broncos will – be one of the uh, one of the better teams in this division. Yeah, looking at number two for me, it's the Chargers. Uh, I will say this: when you look at Brandon Staley, yeah, he that was just I don't know how they did that to the Jaguars, but they did. That was bad. It hopefully, leaves a bitter taste in their mouth. But I also will say this: this is the first year in like five or six years 
that I I haven't seen the Chargers narrative like, oh, the Chargers are going to win the division this year. It's they're going to knock off Mahomes. I haven't seen that, which might be good for them. They might not have as much pressure on them when they really look at it. But I also say this: I think Justin Herbert is going to come out here and ball. I look at Justin Herbert versus Russell Wilson, and I have Herbert above Wilson. I look at the uh, wide receiver room: Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and uh, Quentin Johnson. That's insane. Then you also have Austin Eckler. That's insane. Then you look at their defense. I mean, they have so many good pieces. I just don't see a world where the Chargers don't get second. I have the Chargers in second as well. I think the biggest reason I believe that they can stay second place, and I don't know if they'll improve, but at least stay afloat, is the firing of their old offensive coordinator and bringing in Kellen Moore to be the play caller there. Um, I do like that. I could not believe... They held on to Brandon Staley after that collapse. Just absolutely unbelievable that after really two embarrassing years, they still brought him back to be the head coach. Uh, but Herbert is insane. Like you said, it's hard to bet against him when it comes to him versus Russell Wilson. Uh, I think the Chargers are, as they always do, they play the Chiefs tough. There's a chance they catch the Chiefs this year on one of the games. They're always one possession games. You never know. Uh, and I like them to finish second, which means first is, of course, Kansas City Chiefs. Whoever wants to go in on why they believe the Chiefs will win the division for the eighth straight year. I, You know, and I got to say, of all of eight of these years besides the Alex Smith ones, I think this is the least confident I am that the Chiefs mm. will win the division. Um, I look, I and I believe in the Chiefs this year. I'm not saying that from a big regression standpoint. Um, I just think... With the situation with Chris Jones, I don't see him coming back anytime soon. I think he's going to miss games. I think he's going to miss a lot of games. Um, and, yeah, that just makes things difficult there right as it stands. I mean, the Chiefs play a difficult schedule. Luckily, the first half, I think, is easier than the second half, um, which plays their advantage for this situation. Um, but I don't know. You know, the – I think we're working with an even lighter wide receiver room than we were in the year before. Um, and Kadarius Tony starts the season injured as well. He's a big piece. Um, I think there might be a few growing pains with this team as they kind of recover from the situations that they have going on at the moment. Um, but I still think Mahomes finds a way to get them to 12, maybe 13 wins as he so often does. Um, and I think overall the Chiefs will edge it out going down towards the end of the season. Yeah, when you look at the Chiefs team, I mean, I kind of agree. This is this is going to be a good year of football in the AFC West. You got two good teams. You got the Chiefs and then you have the Raiders. But when you look at it, our defense, yes, I think that's the number one concern. We made a move today for, for I can't remember his first name, but Farrell. From the yeah. Raiders. Ivan or something? I can't remember. I think it's like Neil, oh, something like Neil. that. Yeah, that sounds more right. But when you're looking at it, I think the Chiefs team has a lot of upside. I mean, Justin Ross has been has had a, has had one hell of a camp. I think I saw some today saying Kadarius Tony might be back for week one. We can have Justin Ross, MVS, and Kadarius Tony in our wide receiver room lining up on the line of scrimmage in week one against the Lions. I'm not nervous because you also have Travis Kelsey. Then when you look at it, you have Pacheco and all of them. And then I haven't even mentioned Patrick fucking Mahomes. Yeah. Like, he's the best quarterback in the league. Like, yeah, I, I agree with John. I think he's the guaranteed 12 or 13 wins. 
Yeah, I mean, the worst season we've had is 12-5. and five. I don't see this being worse. I don't see any reason why it would be worse. Chiefs should be up top three in the AFC yet again. Um, again, like, yeah, everything you guys said, the Chris Jones situation obviously matters, but uh, the Chiefs are a good team anyway. They'll find a way. Uh, that's just my consensus. If they have Reed, Mahomes, and Kelsey, they'll find a way to get it done. New England had a lot of moving parts throughout their dynasty. They kept... Brady, Gronk, and Belichick, and they figured it out. So that's, yep. I mean, not a lot to say. We'll get in. We'll obviously talk a shit ton about the Chiefs next week. But, yeah, I mean, I just think we can all agree they'll be number one in the division. Um, okay, well, let's go over the three other teams' odds. We already touched on the Raiders. Denver over under eight and a half. Oh. Okay, listen to this. I made a bet with my buddies that are Broncos fans, and this is the bet. I have the Broncos under nine. They have them over nine. Like, not nine and a half, so I kind of literally guess Vegas is line. But I'm going to go – I think they get I think they get nine. So you're going over. I'm going to go over. Okay. John. I am over. I'm going under. I'm I, got them. The I got them exactly at eight. So I'm going to put them under. Um, we go to the Chargers, whose over-under is nine and a half. I'm going to go over. I think they get ten. I'm going I think under. they get ten. I think they get nine. And then we have the Chiefs, whose over-under is eleven and a half. And I think we'll all go over on that. Yeah. I will. I'm going over as well. I mean, the worst season they've had with Mahomes is 12-5, and five, and they started that year 3-4. and four. It's hard for me to imagine that they would do any worse than 12 wins this season. Okay, the AFC is done. Let's go ahead and head on over to the NFC North. This is, to me, the most fascinating division of football. You could rank this literally any way from 1-4, to four, and I could understand it happening. Uh, let's start with 4, however. Um, John, or Josh, I guess you get to go first this time. Who do you have 4th in the NFC North? NFC North, fourth, I have the Chicago Bears. I was about I to think, kill you. you I, I don't know if you just said that so I wouldn't kill you, but thank you. Why? <laughs> just keep going. You thought I was going to say the Packers? Yes. No. I, I didn't think it was even that close. I think the Bears are going to get fourth pretty easily. I, but I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. So It can't be worse. I'm interested to watch. I'm interested to watch them. I have the Chicago Bears in fourth as well. And I'm not really a big Justin Fields buyer. Um, a lot of people are, though. And we'll have to see how that plays out. Because if he does do well, I think they can avoid the last place spot if they play their cards right. But that O-line is still garbage. So The Bears fan base has set him up that if he's not like a fucking MVP-level quarterback to get clowned on. Yeah, they're which like, is bad. I feel bad like, for him. He's the new king of the North now that Rodgers is gone. Ba- watch out. We got DJ Moore. Yeah, have a good season, buddy. Five and twelve, six and eleven. Have fun. Uh, yeah, we all got the Bears in last. They're over under seven and a half. I'm going under. Under. But a lot of people like this team. A lot of people like this team. Don't get it. Uh, I think they're still a year away from even sniffing the postseason. Okay, third place, Josh. Third place for me. I'm gonna go with the. 
We're waiting. What's the Packers over under? Oh, I can't tell you that. You got to pick first. I'm going to go Packers. Okay. Josh wanted to copy Vegas. Yeah, we're not giving you the cop out, even though no, I, it's it's literally a coin flip between them and the Lions. Like I could see in a world where the Packers mm. get second, but at the same time, I don't think it happens. So therefore, I'm going Packers third. Okay, John. All right, I'm gonna up. I'm gonna spice it up. I'm gonna go with the Minnesota yes! Vikings in third. Yes, and I'm gonna go with them finally running out of patience with Kirk Cousins. Um, I think it's going to turn a shit for them. Uh, that's pretty crazy to say because, I mean, Justin Jefferson's damn good. But look, they lost Adam Thielen. They lost Alvin Cook. Um, Kirk is not getting any younger. They won every single game by a touchdown last year. Um, you know, I think that the wheels really could fall off. All of these one-score wins could easily just turn into one-score losses this year. Um, and I think I think things are going to go rough for them. Um and yeah, I'm I'm going with the Vikings in third. It's a hell of a hot take because um, I'm pretty sure they're favorites to win the division. But I uh, I think I think it might I think it might go a little poorly for them. Two things. One, I'm agreeing with you. I'm putting Minnesota in third. The second thing, they are not the favorite to win the division. So okay, it's the Lions. So. I have Minnesota in third. Their defense is horrific. Their secondary is terrible. They went 11 and 0 in one score games last year. I just think they come back down to earth. I just look. What was I, the Vikings' record last year? Thirteen and four. Five. Okay, so then give them two or three losses in those one-score games, and I think they still win the division, don't they? Two of those one-score games are the thirty-eight Colts comeback and the Josh Allen goal line fumble. Like those are the two that they deserve to lose the most. The thing about they okay, but they still the win thing the about division. the thing about them too is the Cook and Thielen anymore. The, no, they don't have Cook or Thielen. They yeah, but they did draft Jordan Addison. They the thing I was gonna say is they lost four games. They got beaten the shit out of in all four losses. They lost to Philly twenty four to seven. They lost to Dallas forty one to three. They lost to Green Bay forty one to seventeen. And I'm blanking the fourth loss right now, but I do remember it being a double digit loss as well. So to me, they were just scraping Eagles. by last year. The Eagles. They lost to Philly 24-7. They lost to Green Bay 41-17. Oh, they lost to Detroit. Yeah, they lost. Uh, they lost. The game by, where Detroit were favorites. The, the game Vikings where. Were like 13. Yeah, the game where they threw it to Penis Sewell on fourth down. Yes, the penis. <laughs> okay. Um, second place in the North, Josh. Second place in the North for me is going to be. I'm going to go with Chalk here. I'm going to go. Well, you said it was go, between Green Bay and Yeah, no, I don't know why I said chalk. I'm going to go Viking. No, Lions. Okay, so Lions oh, in second. Wow. I think right. the Lions are overrated. I really do. I think the well, Lions are going to be like the Jaguars this year. They might make the playoffs at nine wins, and they, and they might get a win in the playoffs, but I just don't see them doing much more than that. There's so much uh, pressure on this Lions team. Everyone's expecting them to win the division – I did not even be close the way we're going into this. Do you guys know uh, they've year. never won the NFC North? No, I didn't even the know that. The last time they won a division, was it was the NFC Central in 1993. They have never won the NFC North. That's pretty wild. Um, I'm going to go ahead and predict that that changes this year. Um, and I'm going to take the Packers at second in the division. I want to take the Packers to win it so bad. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna 
stay on my heels here. Um, I've made it very clear. I, I hope Jordan Love is great. I think it'd be absolutely hilarious if Jordan Love cooks. Um, just three, because Aaron three Rodgers, straight Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Well, just because I maybe just for this year, and then I'll cheer against him. Um, but Aaron Rodgers basically self sabotaged himself because he's a whiny little bitch. Didn't show up to any preseason workouts. Um, just just completely phoned it in. And it turned out that his receiver room was actually a lot better than he thought it was, um, as evidenced by the Packers being a pretty good team for the back half of the season outside of that hilarious Lions game. Sorry, Jackson. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm going to take them to go second. I've seen a lot of clips where Jordan Love looks pretty good. Um, I think they could knock off the Lions, but the Lions improved quite a bit, man. They got a good offensive line now. Um and I don't know. They they ended the last season with a lot of momentum. The numbers like them. I think that they can put together a 10-11 win season and get their first ever NFC North championship. I, too, would go Green Bay at second for the record. I'm not going to put them at first. Uh, but, Josh, go ahead and put your – oh, you already did. Never mind. Uh, yeah, Green Bay, to me, is an interesting team this year. Anybody that thinks that they're going to be like a four-win team is – sorely mistaken not even going to be close they have in my opinion in my personal opinion i think they have top to bottom the best overall roster in the nfc north division right now i think they have the best defense in the nfc north roster wise and look you talk about detroit having a great offensive line they have a fantastic offensive line as well which is huge for jordan love as well as two capable running backs and aaron jones and who could forget the infamous aj Dillon draft night um but oh my God. yeah, I like Green Bay to fight for a wild card spot this year, especially in an NFC that's weaker uh, than the AFC. I think Green Bay. Look, people are acting like they're gonna fall off a cliff because the quarterback play is gonna go downhill. The quarterback play wasn't that good last year in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers was very pedestrian last year, and they still were a game away from making the playoffs. And they probably do make the playoffs if Rodgers doesn't have a bad final game of the season. So I, I think Green Bay, it's not irrational to say, could definitely fight for a wild card spot this year. Yep. And then first, I also have Detroit going first. I think they do win the division, although it's going to be so interesting to see how they look as the favorite now compared to what the, you know, it's one thing to be the underdog, the underdog yeah. and to, when no one expects you or even when you're the fun up and coming team. When you're the team everyone expects to win, it's a whole different level of pressure. And then, Josh, you had the Vikings winning the division? I do. Okay. I kind of already stated why. Yeah, I get they went 11-0 in one-score games. But, like I said, get rid of two of them, two or three, and I still think they win the division. I don't think they're going to get as lucky as they did last year, how you guys mentioned. But... You have Justin Jefferson, who is arguably the best wide receiver in the league, is the best wide receiver in the league, in my opinion. And I think the Vikings team, they just have so much experience compared to all the other teams in this division when it comes to the end of the year and when winning matters most. Other than the playoffs, obviously. You just look at how many primetime games Kirk Cousins has, and that's how you know how to take the over-under. Um, yeah. Okay, well, let's do the over-under for this division. We did Chicago. Let's do, uh, I'll do the next lowest. Green Bay, surprisingly, Green Bay and Chicago have the same over-under at seven and a half. You know I'm going over. I'm going over seven and a half wins for Green Bay. 
I'm going under yeah. Chicago over Green Bay. I got them going Green nine Bay. and eight. I think Green Bay goes nine and eight this year. Agree. Um, Minnesota has the second best odds to win the division. They're over under. Keep in mind, Josh, you were saying, you know, swap out a few of those games last year. Well, they won 13 games a year ago. Vegas has their over under at eight and a half this year. Still take out a few of those games and it still hits the over. I'm saying Vegas isn't saying take no, out I know, a few I know. of those games. They're saying take out like half of those games almost. Yeah, I know. So I'm going I'm going over though. I'm going mm. under. I'm there's go no word the I'll go there's nine no way, There's no way the Vikings don't win or yeah. Why? Why? I just Why don't do see it. Dude, it's Kirk Cousins, man. They shit the bed a couple of years ago too, man. I, I just don't think they, they shit the bed the year after they lost Diggs. And don't get me wrong, losing the Thielen isn't that. But I just don't see them being absolute crap, man. It's it's hard to I mean I sorry, I don't see them I don't see it as impossible for them to be absolute crap. I mean I will say this, the Vikings the past three years have went thirteen and four, eight and nine, seven and nine. So it's they obviously could eat, eat very easily. Yeah, I got them at nine and eight. I think they're I think they're on a similar tier as Green Bay right now. And then you have Detroit, whose over under is nine and a half. I actually like the over. I think they're a 10, 11 win team. I'm gonna go over as well. John. Uh, I will go over. Okay, so we're all in on Detroit being that. Yeah. I'm fine. Like, look, and I'm glad Vegas only put it at nine and a half. I honestly was expecting it to be like a, a ten and a half. I was. Glad that they aren't putting the expectations. Wins. I think ten wins could win the division. Yeah, yeah, that's, could. that's why I said could. over. Let's do the NFC South now as we work down again. We have a crazy, revamped, new look division now. Derek Carr is on the Saints. Bryce Young is Carolina's quarterback. Baker Mayfield's Tampa's quarterback, and Desmond Ritter is Atlanta's quarterback. All four teams have a new starting quarterback week one than they did a year ago. Who finishes last in this odd, odd division? I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay's lost quite a few pieces. I think their defense might be a little bit of garbage for the first time in years. Um, and, yeah, you said it yourself. They got Baker Mayfield being backed up by Kyle Trask if it all falls apart. They've got some, some things to do here, man. Um We'll, we'll have to see how it plays out. Also, I saw a whole thing about how Tristan Wirfs, quote-unquote, has, like, oh, I don't want to misquote this, but had to, like, go to therapy because he's stressed out about being a left tackle. Um, that's not what I want my left tackle to be yeah, doing, man. That, that's not, not a that great I'm, sign. Discouraging therapy, sorry. I don't want to say that. No, he specifically yeah. said in an interview that he's, like, treating anxiety related, related to being a left tackle, which is fine. We're all human and all that, but that, that's a warning sign for me. Usually these competitive guys are waiting for the chance to play the position that gets vehemently, I would say, potentially overpaid. Um, and this is your chance to really make the fattest payday of your life. So you better take it. Um, but, yeah, I just think the Bucks are a concerning team this year. I think they'll struggle a little bit. I'm going to go as well, the Buccaneers. I agree with everything John said. But I'll say this, I think it'll be close with third place, but 
I just think when you look at this Buccaneers team, when you lose Brady and he's that's just not the same. I don't know. This team just doesn't seem confident at all anytime you watch them or hear about them. Yeah, I got Tampa in last as well. There's really nothing to see here. Wouldn't be surprised come trade deadline a guy like Mike Evans gets moved. I, I just think that they're they're one of the three or four teams that will be competing for Caleb Williams this year. Yep, Todd Bowles is collecting his last head coaching check. For the yeah, Bay this will be it. I don't know if he'll make it to the it end of the season over. either. Yeah, but, he uh, might not. So third place in this division then. Uh, I am going to go Carolina. Uh, yeah. Um, this is hard for me because I am kind of high on Carolina. I said Bryce Young was my number one quarterback coming out of the draft. And I think Frank Reich is a pretty good um, guy to learn under. Um, but at the same time, they're lacking quite a bit. They traded away Christian McCaffrey last year, who's been pretty much their entire offense. And they lost DJ Moore. Um, so, like, there's a lot going on there. Um, and it, and I don't think they have a ton to build off of. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit of a struggle fest for them. Yeah, I agree. I think Carolina is going to be third. I think they could. There is a case where you could say Carolina does get uh, fourth, but I just don't see it right now. I don't see it happening this year. But I think they've made good moves on the offensive side. I think defense, they obviously have more stuff to work on. But give me Carolina third. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. I'm going to put Carolina third as well, uh, which leaves us at two. Oh my God! I'll go the Falcons. I will, I will yield to the most experienced quarterback in the division. Um, I think the Falcons are going to be fun if you own Bijan Robinson in fantasy. I think they're going to run the hell out of the ball. Um, you know, I think that they are still they still have quite a few problems hanging around and. At the top of it is whether or not Desmond Ritter is really that guy. Because um, I don't think we have a great indication. And either way, uh, they've got a quality quarterback on their hands right there. Um, so I think they'll actually be okay. But I don't have them uh, don't have them breaking anybody's uh, predictions too much. And second place for me, I actually have the St. – not St. Louis. The New Orleans Saints. I think – when you look at the Saints team, we I don't really know what to expect. How long is Alvin Kamara out for? Three games. Does it matter? He's kind Three of games. Watched, is he not? Michael Thomas, who knows what he's going to do this year. And I just I don't really have a lot of trust in them right now. So with all that being said, I think they're a team that gets second. Yeah, I've got Atlanta too as well. I agree with John's points that. There's only one proven quarterback in this division, and I'm just going to trust that he wins it. And I think New Orleans is honestly the best overall roster. Atlanta probably has the best offense, but I think New Orleans has the best overall team in the division. But it does scare the hell out of me because uh, I do not trust Dennis Allen as a head coach in the slightest. That's also a main reason, too, for me. Is I just I don't really have any faith in him. So, okay, let's go over the over-unders then. Tampa Bay over-under six and a half. I'm going to go under. What was it you cut out? Tampa Bay over-under six and a half. Under. 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 Okay, everyone wants to go under there. Carolina over-under seven and a half. 
Under. Under. Yeah, I'm going to have to go under as well. Atlanta over under eight and a half. Under. I'm going, going over. I'm going under. You better go over. I mean, <laughs> unless yeah. you think they win the division at eight and nine. Uh, and then the New Orleans Saints at nine and a half. I like under. under. I like the over. I like him to go ten and seven. I'm yeah, I have him going under. <laughs> is that so the, even physically possible? Yeah, the team that yeah, wins the division could go nine and eight. Really That's unlikely. possible. Highly unlikely, but it's possible. Last division, boys. We finally made it to the NFC West. I'm excited to talk about fourth place in this division. And I think we all know oh. who it's going to be. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals are going to be not just the fourth place team in the NFC West. They are going to be the fourth. They are going to be the worst team in the NFL this year, and they might be one of the worst of all time. Yeah, their uh, over uh, under yeah. is four, four and a half. No, they're three and a half on everything else. Really? Yeah, I have them at three and a half. I'm on FanDuel. I have them at four and a half right now. And Caesars has them at four and a half. Oh, well, DraftKings has them at three and a half. Look, I'm taking the under regardless. This is probably not going to happen because bad teams win games all the time. But I have them going one and 16. I'll put them at four wins. I have them at... I have them at four wins, but I'm not confident in it. So we're doing over under four and a half. That's the number we're going to use. So under. Yeah, we're all going under. Third place. This is where this division could start to get a little interesting. I have the Rams in third place, but I think they're going to be a competitive third place. I don't think they're going to be like they were last year. A healthy season of Stafford and Cup. I envision the Rams being more competitive and fighting potentially for the second spot in this division down the stretch. Yeah, I. Sorry. Go ahead. I'll, okay, I'm going to go Seahawks third, actually. Believe it or not. I think the Rams, when you look at them, I have the Rams going second. But the Seahawks team, I don't know really what to expect from them. They're kind of like a. Up, uh, an up-in-the-air team that I don't really know what to expect. I mean, they, they're they good on the defense. They got Jackson Smith and Jigba. I mean, if Geno Smith can do what he did last year, then then I think they can get second. But you just never know with this team, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with the Seahawks in third, actually. Um, I think the Rams improve a little bit if Stafford's healthy. Um and I think the Seahawks drop off a tiny bit. They did add uh, Ryan Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, yep. Uh, but you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to want to bet on Geno again and again. I mean, look, he improved. I'm not hating. I just think the Rams will look a little more like the team that won the Super Bowl two years ago, and the Seahawks will look a little less like a team that went into halftime tied with the Niners in the divisional round. Um, or wild card round, one of the two. So, yeah. Yeah, I am going to, for second place, put Seattle. I don't think last year was an entire fluke for them. And I really like the addition of Njigba. You're talking about an offense now with Metcalf, Lockett, and Njigba. Not to mention the running back core that they have of Kenneth Walker. Uh, and then they draft uh, Zach Charbonnet. I do believe the offense will be good. And also... 
Keep in mind, they did that last year. Jamal Adams missed the entire season. I expect their defense to be improved as well. Yeah, I would agree with that. But you have the Rams but, in second. Yes. I I think this Rams team, I was listening to an interview with Sean McVay. The way he just has so much belief in this team. And, I mean, he has a good point. They, they just were never a healthy team last year. They won the Super Bowl two years ago. I know they've lost pieces. And I know it's just in and out. But I think this NFC West is going to be a little bit weaker than it was last year, which is saying a lot. But with that being said, I'm going to go Rams in second. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with – wait. Yeah, I put the Rams and Seahawks in third. Right? Yeah, Rams yeah, in second. Uh, I said quite a bit about the Rams. Um, yeah, uh, whatever I have said, I, I don't have much more. I, I can't say I followed the crap out of the Rams this year. <laughs> And then we all have, or then we have uh, San Francisco winning this division yet again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, look, it is kind of scary because who the hell knows with Brock Purdy uh, and the next options, now Sam Darnold. But they're the best team in that division. You could argue they're the second best or best roster uh, in the NFL. So let's do over-unders. We did Cardinals. Uh, Rams are six and a half. I'm going over on that. Oh, I'm going man. Over. over. Terribly low. Um, Seattle is eight and a half. I, I feel that's pretty close. I'd go over as well. I'm going to go under, and I think they get eight. Yeah, I'll do the same. Okay. And then Niners are ten and a half. Over. Over. Like that feels like pretty fun over to hit. Yeah, I that, like that. good. I realized I, I missed a division, by the way. So yeah, that wasn't the division. I, I just did not realize it until I, like two seconds ago. The NFC East. This yeah. actually is the last division in the NFC the, East. The, and it's a great division to talk about. I I just want this to be known. Three years ago, freshman year of college, for me, I made an article saying how the NFC East is the laughing stock, but in five years from now, it's going to be one of the best divisions in football. I don't think I'm that far off. Yeah. I just, I just, we'll see. I just would like that to be known. Uh, yeah. Fourth place yes. in the NFC East this year, I've got the Washington Commanders. I don't know what to think about Sam Howell. And, yeah, I mean, I think this is it for Ron Rivera. You don't think Eric Vienna can get it done? And he, save them. he doesn't have Patrick Mahomes anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, if Sam Howell turns into a really good quarterback, then Eric Bieniemy deserved all a head coaching position. I will say that. But I'm agreeing with you. I think the Commanders get fourth. I think that's probably one of the easier picks we've had today. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it is. I think that the Giants actually have an outside shout for sucking. Um. But I'm going to go yeah. Commanders in fourth. Um. I think that there's a lot of questions to be asked. I think a lot of questions need to be asked of the players of this team as well. Um, what the hell is the complaint about Eric Bieniemy? I I don't understand it. Um, you guys were absolute crap last year. Uh, if anything, like he's probably not treating you hard enough. Um, I I don't see how that really is going to fly. It makes me concerned about the direction they're going to head in. Um, but I got to say. It's a pressure year for uh, Ron Rivera because if they suck, the chair is wide open for Eric Bieniemy. If the reason isn't that the offense is terrible, you know, if they have 
a somewhat impressive offensive season with Sam Howell uh, and the weapons that they have there. I well, think they don't even have Scary Terry the first few weeks. I think he got yeah. turf toe. Yeah, yeah, but they still got a few guys out there that can get after it, um, yep. and we'll see how they end up looking. But I got them in fourth. So third, um, I have the Giants. I have them finishing in third yet again. Had a good year last year. I think they come back down to earth a little bit. This was a team that also was very good in one possession games last year. They went eight and three. Uh, I have them in third. Yep. When I look at third place, I think the Giants are also the easiest pick right here. I think they made a good move for Darren Waller. I think he gives Daniel Jones a, a weapon that he can actually utilize other than Saquon. It's the Giants a little bit better. But I still think when you look at the other two teams remaining in this division, the Giants are obviously the third-place team. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will put them in third as well. I am really having a hard time putting an offense being coordinated by Mike McCarthy in second place. Um, but at the same time, it's the Giants um, games last year as well. And their schedule gets a little more difficult. And to top it off, they got absolutely blown out once they finally played a good Eagles team in the playoffs. Um, I'll put them in third and hope, hope and pray to God that Jackson is severely underrated. So I'll sit down and cheer for the Giants every weekend like I have the past two years. <laughs> um, no, probably won't be this year. Uh, second place, I have Dallas. think they're going to be a solid team this year. They're really, really solid defensively. But you mentioned McCarthy and the team in first, Philadelphia. Uh, it's just far and away better than them. Yep. Yeah, I think that really sums it up. I mean, they had damn near won the Super Bowl, and they probably got better too. I think they lost a few guys in their secondary, but I think the addition of Jalen Carter kind of makes them pretty damn threatening on that defensive line more than they already were. Um yeah, I'm pretty confident that the Eagles will be a dangerous team. And they, they added Albert Okoebunam today. They did. Yep. Zoom A. Yeah. Um, so, over-unders for this division. Commanders are six and a half. I, oh, that, that one is hard. Yeah. I'll go under. I, uh, I just don't trust Sam Howell. I'll go under. Yeah, I will too. I'm going to go... Under. Giants, seven and a half. I like them over that, actually. Um, I like them over. I like them at eight. So do I. Yeah. So. Yeah. We all agree there. Dallas Cowboys at nine and a half. I like them over. I I like them over. Yeah, I'm yeah. 10 or 11. And then Philadelphia at 11 and a half. It's a big number. It's the They're tied with the Chiefs for the best, or tied with the Chiefs and Bengals for the highest over under, highest number. Uh, I'll go over. I, yeah, I still I'll feel go. over. Like, I still feel like there's still a fantastic shot. They have the same record they did last year. Yeah, I agree. So, oh, Josh... What? Over under? Did you say it? I didn't hear it. Uh, what was the Eagles? Sorry. Eleven and a half. I'm gonna go. I see them at eleven or twelve. I'll I'll say over for today. 
All right, and then now we've gone through every team. We have gone through every division. It is time for Super Bowl this 58? 50, yeah, right? We won 57, right? Yeah. Okay, so Super Bowl 58 predictions. I will start with Josh here. Who do you have coming out of the AFC and NFC, and who do you have winning it? Coming out of the AFC, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, I'm very fucking biased. This is a Kansas City sports-based podcast, so if you're shocked, get off this podcast. (laughs) But with that being said, I have the Kansas City Chiefs playing the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. And the winner? San Francisco 49ers. Score? We're gonna listen back. To 30, you're gonna and if 30, you get the score right, you're gonna be so happy. I asked you that. 31, 17 Niners. Oh wow. Okay. John. I just want you guys to say this. I want you guys to realize this. Since Mahomes has been a starter, this is year seven for him. Six. He's as been a starter. Six as a starter. He's been a starter for five years. First year, lost AFC Championship. Next year, won the Super Bowl. Year after that, lost the Super Bowl. Next year, which would oh be the – he lost the AFC Championship. Year after that, he won the Super Bowl. What does that mean this year? We're going to lose in the Super Bowl, by boys. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't choose it. Faith did. Also, we didn't go to training camp, so that means they're going to lose the Super Bowl. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. My, my statistics professor will slap you across the face for – thinking that that is an observable trend. Yeah, that is. It is. No, it is It is. It is. It's happened one time. It hasn't happened a full time. Yeah, it has. Josh, we've lost the Super Bowl. We've only done the cycle once. We've lost the Super Bowl one time. I thought you said it hasn't happened once, John. No, okay. It has happened once. But it hasn't happened twice. It hasn't even been a pattern yet. If it happens twice, does that make it a pattern? No. If we come back in three years and we lost this Super Bowl, then lost the AFC Championship, then won the Super one. Bowl, yeah. then then I'll be like, okay, we're gonna lose the fucking Super Bowl, yeah. but, <laughs> but not right now. Um, now I'm gonna go with the Kansas City Chiefs going against the Philadelphia Eagles. If I'm not mistaken, the first rematch in the history of the Super Bowl. Um, you know, there's and been a rematch before, but yeah. there has been. Okay, yeah. um, like the year after is that what you mean? Yeah, Bills Cowboys has. played two years in a row. Okay, uh, okay. Um, so I am going to go with the Chiefs defeating the Eagles. Uh, I will go with thirty-three twenty-eight. Um, I don't know why. I'm just throwing out numbers. Why not? Sure. Um, I I really think I think after that last. Uh, playoff run where we beat the best team in the AFC and the best team in the NFC with our quarterback on one leg. And when we beat the best team in the AFC, we had nobody to throw the football to. Um, it's really hard for me to envision a situation where Mahomes is going to get booted out of the playoffs uh, without a hell of a fight if he's healthy. Um, in fact, I really think if the ankle's working with the level that he elevated his game to last year, and if he continues that into this year, I, I – no, I don't know how you beat the Chiefs. Maybe Chris Jones needs to never come back. Maybe that's a saving grace for everybody. Um, but I think even he, even as much as he wants to wait around and get the money, I think come week eight, he's going to be thinking about the ring. 
because uh, I think that still is somewhere in his head, even if he knows this is the end of his uh, journey with the Chiefs. And I think come February, the Chiefs are going to have one of the most dominant playoff runs we've ever seen. Uh, it'll be a lot like the um, the AFC Championship. It'll be more like the first Bengals game, but without the second half pants shitting. It'll just be a blowout. Um, and yeah, way too optimistic that the Chiefs are just going to shit in everyone's mouth. Okay, well, I'll be the one that doesn't have the Chiefs in a Super Bowl. I have... <laughs> I have... The Jets. Philly going back to the Super Bowl, and this time taking on Cincinnati. I think the Bengals go back to the Super Bowl. As much as I would hate it, I think they do. But I think the Eagles get revenge this time. Guess not revenge, but I think that they avenged the Super Bowl loss last year. And they pick up a Super Bowl win this year. I got them winning it. 27 to 24 Eagles avenge last year's heartbreaking loss to the Chiefs and give Joe Burrow his second Super Bowl loss making him 0 and 2 in Super Bowls. Okay, my question for you is do the Bengals beat the Chiefs in the playoffs and if so where and in what round? You know, that would take that's, that's tough to think about. I would say I guess they would have to. I I could see somebody tripping up the Chiefs. Like, I'm not saying it has to be Cincinnati. But, yeah. It, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. We'll see. But right. I just think Cincinnati well, was the AFC. Love of, for the love of all that is holy, let's hope that doesn't happen. Because I don't think I can stomach another loss to the bitch-ass Bengals <laughs> till the day I die. So. <laughs> yeah, I can lose week 17 if I beat them in January again. Um, oh yeah, I can week seventeen. I can take the ass beating. But yeah. the last time we lost week seventeen, we also shit the bed. That's true. So, then, not... I mean, even even when we beat the Bengals, we still shit the bed. Like we shit the bed in this AFC championship. Like what the actual fuck happened when Mahomes just dropped the ball on the floor? Yeah, I I don't understand it. Um, so hopefully we just don't do as much bed shitting, and we should win the game by literally three touchdowns. Like that's what ha- that's what'll happen if Chiefs don't have a historic bed shitting. I love optimistic John. Every preseason, that's the same shit. But but this is all okay. But this is all caveated with the idea that we're still yet to not shit the bed. We're four straight games running with poopy sheets. Um, <laughs> so I think we're gonna. I think like if we break the trend of no poopy sheets, I don't know how much to pass the Bengals have in the Super Bowl. Is all I'm saying. All right, um, that's it for this uh, preview of the NFL breakdown. Before we head out today, we've got a few more things that we're going to talk about. First of all, Missouri football kicks off on Thursday against South Dakota. Uh, let's just do our record predictions. Let's just go through what we think Mizzou finishes. I also Missouri. want to do. I also want to do who we think the starting quarterback is going to be in Week Three, come Mizzou versus K State, because Drinkwitz already came out and said. It's going to be a competition okay. this week. I will I will put anything at uh, at even odds. I will take you on for any amount of money. The quarterback will be Brady. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I don't think anyone has any doubt that's going to happen because they, it's just too too obvious for Mizzou fans to get to not have to go through that. Like we could avoid a potential fucking goddamn. Travesty, <laughs> we're not going to do it. We're never going to do it because we can see it coming from a hundred thousand miles away, 
and we're still going to fly into that fucking asteroid. So Brady Cook will be the quarterback. (laughs) And he will play every game. He'll go out there on crutches if he has to. He'll tear both his ACLs, and Drinkwitz will be like, he can play. He can play. So I've got got Brady Cook. You know the St. Louis side Mizzou fans will defend him to the day he dies. Brady Cook could Dude, Brady Cook could scratch both his corneas and be fucking blind, and they'd still have him out there playing. <laughs> this is fucking football. It. Football brings out the absolute worst and absolute best of John. Yeah. So, John, John, are you going to the game on Thursday? I uh, am. I going to the game on Thursday? Yes, I'm going to the game on Thursday. <laughs> I, will go to, I will be at every, probably every Mizzou home game this year. There isn't one that's particularly annoying to go to. Um, and I'm probably going to enjoy about two total seconds of it because that's how much I've enjoyed in my two years of being a student at the University of Missouri. That one time we were up 10 against Georgia was pretty damn orgasmic, but everything else is <laughs> yeah, so it was. Yeah, that was um, – I was there, which – oh. All right. I mean, guys, let's, let's... I don't know if you've seen the video, but, like, me walking out of the Kentucky game, it I haven't reached the, that level of anger since. Like, <laughs> I think you said it once. Uh, yeah. let's let's just do record prediction for him real quick. Uh, I've got him at seven and five. Same. Okay, I've got him at a generous six and six <laughs> with a with a heavy hedge on. Hopefully, we go five and seven and get this goddamn nightmare over. <laughs> this um, nightmare, we just landed the number one player in the country. I, the, the, the second time, this is the second time we've landed the number one player in the country. And guess what, guys? Brady Cook's still our motherfucking quarterback. All right. We're Have still you stuck seen with this that? Bum. The wary is uh, so like he's like committed to Mizzou, but he's like, yeah, I mean, oh, he's still trying have... to recruit me. Well, he's wearing Oklahoma gloves. Have... You know, we still have the twelfth ranked recruiting class in the SEC, right? It's like it, Drinkwitz is still time. sucking ass at recruiting. There's time. Team. He still sucks. Still and, he, and, and you know what our 2023 class was? Thirteenth. We the only team we out recruited was fucking Vanderbilt, so I don't understand this narrative rewriting with Eli Drinkwitz. But well, we'll see. Right. It's obviously a pretty big year for the program if they go out there this year and they are what a lot of non-Mizzou fans. Uh, you, I'm surprised on Twitter, like Alabama fans are like, Mizzou's gonna be good this year. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? That that's how you know they're gonna be shit. Like <laughs> people, people literally somehow have forgotten that we're shit every year. Oh my god, I. I hate college football. And we are going to lose to K-State by 45 points. It's oh, going to be even worse than okay. last year. Right, and, like... and, and my other hot take, we are going to lose to Vanderbilt. We will lose to Vanderbilt. It's going to happen. It's going to be fucking hilarious. So who are our I'm gonna wins? Who, who do we I'm beat? Gonna okay. Obviously, we beat – we win our first two games. South Dakota, Middle Tennessee. Okay. okay. Two and, and look, the six is just generous because Drinkwitz has to save his job, right? There's no way he doesn't save his job because the world would never be so kind to me. Um, lose to K State, lose to Memphis, lose to Vandy, lose, lose to, to Memphis. Yeah. Okay. So we're four losses already, and then we win every single other game besides Georgia and Tennessee, just just for fucking. You are the most games. delusional Missouri fan like, of all time. You have them losing to Memphis. You have them losing to Memphis, but still being bowl eligible. Hey, hey, hey! Do you remember that time we lost to Boston College when they had their third string quarterback <laughs> and we were still bowl eligible at the end of the year? That's... Like crazier shit has happened. Hey, like what? we we have lost to Boston College, man. They are shit. We <laughs> lost to them. And like they, their quarterback got hurt midweek. 
and we fucking lost to him. Okay, we, I people, people's ability to forget that Mizzou is the most pathetic sporting organization in the world is crazy to me. Like we we get we get one basketball recruit and one random kid from Lee Summit, and all of a sudden we're the shit. I don't understand it. I've, I've yeah, missed this so and, much. And once again, six and six only because we got to make a bowl and Drinkwitz will get a $50 million a year contract extension and all of that. Like, we're not – that's the only reason I don't have us at five and seven is just because we wouldn't be so lucky. Huh. All right. <laughs> I've, I've been – the Mizzou hate is fully back on. That's how you know we're fully back. Uh Let's go to baseball, John. You wanted to talk about something you mentioned earlier. Okay. Uh, well, I only wanted to say that it is damn tragic. It's a Shakespearean tragedy that there's a 0% chance the Royals keep Bobby Witt Jr. past this contract. Like, man, we actually got a good baseball player for once. I mean, Salvador Perez is pretty good, but we actually got a potential Hall of Famer for the first time pretty much ever outside of George Brett. Um, and he's going to walk because we're that shit. So that's really all I have to say. That's my D4 of the week. Is the Royals? Yeah, and and all those ugly stadiums. Oh, my God. We would have one of the ugliest stadiums in baseball if we built one of those. And you don't even have a view from downtown at either of them. Yeah, that was the craziest shit. It's like, what are we even doing here? Like, just because downtown is somewhere back there, that fucking means that it's... And not... Oh, no. I'm sorry. This, I love this is turning into a race. Up. We've well, we started already. talking about Mizzou football, so... All right. Uh, yeah, so we really don't need to talk about other baseball. We can get straight into the D4 to the week. Mine are the Los Angeles Angels, from what you were talking about earlier. How do you... Ma- like, the Royals are terrible. We all get that. But how do you manage to have arguably... Arguably two top ten like baseball talents ever on the same team at the same time in their prime for most of it. Obviously, Trout's been dealing with injuries this year. But from 2018 to now, you've had both of them have not even sniffed a playoff series. You've had Trout since, what, 2011, 2012, and have never won a playoff game. Like I look, and, and you're in a big market. You're in Los Angeles. That, that like We hate the Royals for how bad they are. And, like, yeah, the Royals have, like, the worst winning percentage of all time. It, it's justified. But at least we're not the fucking Angels. You talk about wasting talent, John. Oh, my God, if we wasted Otani, that would be... And we didn't even get to trade him. Oh, my God. They've got to be sick right now. Yeah, no, they, they have to be sick. And, I mean, Mike Trout's career is already more than halfway over. Oh, it it's, sucks. It's and, on... and guess what's the funniest thing is? Is the one year they were actually good... They got swept by the second worst organization in the history of sports. Third worst. Sorry, the the Clippers uh, are second. Yeah. My D four of the week is going to be the Jets rookies. I don't know if you guys watch Hard Knocks, but they had to redo their rookie uh, their rookie show. It was so bad. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't really think of one. Why did they have to redo it? Because like they were so dog shit. Like they, like their acts were just terrible, and like T.J. Mosley got up and said, "No, nah, this ain't working with you guys. You guys are doing this shit again next week. I don't want to hear a fucking word from you." Oh, and then, like like rookie hazing thing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything. I was gonna say I mother it was nature. Just like the, 
the Jets had the worst draft of all time. That's what I thought you meant. It would be fitting right when Rodgers got there if they started drafting like shit. And they just take no receivers. That would be hilarious. Um, Well, boys, good episode. Next week is obviously week one. Big week. We'll have the Mizzou game recap, obviously. Lock of the week is back. Lock of the week. Underdog of the week. Within this week, we need to come up with a punishment for whoever loses this year. And I might put a poll out on Twitter. And we need to make it like... Not very fun. It needs to be something no, that is like genuinely you do not want to do. Uh, How about we, loser has to you get you take away the loser's phone and wallet and take them to Mexico and they got to make it back. Here, ooh, I got a good one. I got a good one. Loser, loser has to not watch the Chiefs game. Not watch the Chiefs in the playoffs. No, that's no, bullshit. That's absolutely bullshit. not. That 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 directly affects our ability to do this podcast. I'm not doing that. Um, I would say loser has to the phone and wallet thing gave me an idea. Loser has to go to a WNBA game without their phone or any electronic by themselves and has to sit. There. We don't have a WNBA team, so is part of the punishment driving too. <laughs> uh, you have to go to you have to go to the women's your women's basketball team at your college. I already went to those games. <laughs> those aren't Without bad. Women's car? college basketball is oh. not women's college basketball is not bad, like at all. I can actually watch that shit. It's the WNBA. That's an absolute joke. Buddy, I went. I, I we're ranging on dangerous territory, but I had to go to women's <laughs> games last year to get tickets for the KU game. <laughs> I I shit you not, guys. I brought up book to one of those games <laughs> that's how fucked it was a, right. a fucking book i read a damn book i went in the corner and i read a book what book that is what i did uh i think it was the hunger games oh okay okay that's a good one yeah yeah did you have any candy um you know i can't say if i did or not um but if i had the candy i probably wouldn't have needed the book so. <laughs> Last year, I'm gonna have so much candy tonight. <laughs> yeah, that was so, that was two years ago. But yeah, yeah, that was cheese time. And then flies. like a that week later, ago. yeah, I don't know. If it was the same episode that I said something yes, not so yes, nice about yes, one of the It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was. We don't even, yeah. we don't even yeah. need to go so into that. That's also the same episode you said Henry Ruggs isn't uh, no, I said, about that. I said Darren Waller is the Chiefs killer, and you said something like, well, the real killer on the, the Raiders killers. is Henry Ruggs, who is now <laughs> facing three to ten years. So, damn, it really has been a long time. Now that trial's all the way over with. Um, um, that's a way to all right, what the What's a punishment? Yeah, we'll come up with one in the next week. I don't want to drag the podcast on too long. We're already at an hour 38. So Why don't we think of a specific one for like each person that they would like hate yes. on their own like specific... each specific person like yeah, Oh I that's... have one for John. I have one okay, for John. Okay, well we'll talk about it off podcast and before next week's episode we will have them finalized. Yeah. It'll be fun to keep along with the season and if one of us are down bad in the season, it's gonna be hilarious to preview their punishment. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in and we will see y'all for week one.